Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love Motion City soundtrack and movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, coming to you once again. From the dead end, it's Thursday, May 21st, 2020. And my guests today on this Homes Alone edition are M. Arnold, Mark Saratella, and Tony Thaxton. Yay! Hello. Yay. Hello. Thank you all for being here. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having us. Or for being there, for being <laughs> wherever you are. Uh, let's meet you uh, individually, uh, alphabetically, starting with uh, Emma Arnold. Hello. Hello, Doug. Hi. How are you doing there in Idaho? Pretty good. Uh, you know, good as can be expected. So Yeah, are you minding your B's and Q's? Get it? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I after, actually, after, right after this, I have to go pick up a swarm from someone's yard so oh how often does anybody get to say that <laughs> not often enough i gotta go pick up a swarm from school yeah <laughs> that's what you used to say about all the kids yeah. what's the deal uh so just so that mark and tony aren't wondering why i'm making bee jokes and you're talking about swarms uh emma actually is a uh uh What's the best expression for a honey maker? A beekeeper or an apiarist, <laughs> if you want to be very fancy. Okay, but and the, but the and the intent though is that you make your own honey. Yeah. Yep. Um, we have usually around like five to ten hives. We're just small town, like small time beekeepers. But my stepdad and I have been keeping bees for a long time. He's like second generation, so we I sell a little honey, like when I used to as merch on the road. But we mostly just kind of give it away and eat it. I love it. I usually put it in the prize bag. It's usually a hit. I, somebody was making fun of me the other day for the episode where I didn't let John Hamm sign my honey because I felt like it stood on its own without his signature. <laughs> I had forgotten about that. And I was like, oh my God, what an asshole move. So my apologies to John Hamm. I just kind of was like, oh no, it doesn't need your signature. It's very good honey. It won the fair. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm glad that you. Uh, I'm glad that you've apologized to him uh, here on the show because he he listens all the time. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Yeah, he's he finds it riveting. And then when you start talking about honey and ham, and next thing you know, you're talking about honey baked ham, and it's Thanksgiving. Um, uh, so also joining us for the first time ever on the show, excited to have him. It's Los Angeles comedy phenom Mark Saratella. I'm very excited to be on here, actually. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. I, uh, per your producer's request, I am under a bunch of dirty laundry inside my closet <laughs> for, for a good sound. It sounds great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds really good. Are you, um, are you liking uh, 
being in the pandemic in Los Angeles or would you rather be somewhere else? I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm loving it. Aren't you? Unemployment's been great. Free money from the sky. For a comic too, it's like, it's been nice to be kind of contained for two months. I think if it goes on for like three more months, I'll start getting kind of, you know, restless, but it's been nice to get a lot, a lot of stuff done that's been on the back burner for what, years now? Well, it is really um, a change of pace for us, for sure. It's really, you know, if any comics were wishing for a chance to get off the road for a bit, this certainly uh, answered that prayer. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, we all, uh, you know, need it for uh, income. So it's like, uh, right. I I hope that um, things can go back to normal. But of course, I want it to happen safely. We, um, the two of us, I think we're going to be in a show at the comedy store. I think it was supposed to be last night or tonight. A bunch of them. Comedy store, Laugh Factory. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a shame that they, uh, you know, just can't uh, do anything for the time being. Yeah. I wonder when they come Um, back because, you know, like there's some comics are doing uh, like Wise Guys in Utah is open this weekend, but with distance tables and stuff. And it's just, I don't know, that doesn't sound fun to me. It yeah, it just is like uh, too much of a half-assed sort of like I like the idea of going to see like if there's a band or a musician you like you know like I guess like Bon Jovi and uh, Keith Urban have both done this where they they do a show at a, a drive-in so everyone can just be in their cars um, and that's you know with then you listen through the stereo in your car but you know which sounds amazing for music but like can you imagine when some idiot gets the idea to have stand-up comedy at a drive-in and yeah, that uh, sounds very rough yeah because <laughs> yeah. then everybody flashes their lights and honks their <laughs> horns when they you know when they like or don't like a joke i don't even know what the protocol would be <laughs> yeah <laughs> it reminds me of at wise guys they used to have a show where uh i did one time when i was there they would have you do comedy from the other room you know so that you couldn't hear laughs or anything um and what? everybody, yeah, and it was it was like experimental, you know. They were like doing like weird things, but one of the things, and I was one of the only people who like wasn't that phased by it because. And later, I felt like, is that just because I'm not used to hearing a ton of laughs? So I'm just <laughs> kind of like, oh, a silent room, that's great, that's fine. But a lot of people were very, sh- and they hadn't warned us beforehand, so we were a little shaken. Yeah, that's uh, that seems like a really. Uh a really odd idea because even though you probably get some laughs when people are just watching a screen, they don't feel as obligated to participate because there's not a real person in front of them. You know, yeah. why would they do that? Uh, I think did a lot of stuff. Like um, I think they played a banjo during one guy's set. It was kind of like a wheel comedy thing where like, you know, somebody was like, Hey, let's make comedy harder and worse for everybody. Uh, but that's very critical of the people who put the show on, which I don't actually remember who did. Um, oh, I see. But it was one of those like experimental shows where they yeah. like, doing a lot of stuff, like throwing Nerf balls at you while you tried to do comedy, stuff like that. And I happened to draw the, the do comedy from another room thing. Yeah. Were these comedians that came up with this? This sounds like a passive aggressive, like. Uh, they were sadist. Totally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to keep in mind that this was in uh, Utah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just good so, you know, fun, you know. Just when, good when you stuff. can't drink coffee, your idea of fun is to make the comedian <laughs> go in another room. Yeah, yeah. Like here, here's how we can make this more fun. How about if the comedian's not here with us? You know what? Yeah. Whoever came up with this thing is probably loving all this new comedy that's you know the Zoom, uh, yeah. socially distanced over Zoom. Yeah. Um, also joining us today, thank you for patiently waiting for your introduction, is Tony Thaxton, everybody. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Thanks for having me back. I feel yeah. the need to share that uh, my sister also just started doing beekeeping recently. Oh. And that is as much as I can contribute to uh, <laughs> beekeeping talk. <laughs> but I feel this is like the. This is like the end of times. We got like candle makers on here too. Yeah. Like we're bringing back old jobs. Is there a cobbler? Anyone cobbling right now? Ooh, I don't know any cobblers. <laughs> the cobbler is a great, uh, great Adam Sandler movie. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Tony, of course, is a member of. He's the 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 uh, the, the beat of the band. Uh, Motion City Soundtrack, and that's why I mentioned them at the top of the show. Uh, I'm a big fan. He recently had a uh, reunion tour that 
you got through all the dates before stuff got locked down or did some of it have to get canceled? Yeah, we finished. I'm so glad the tour was when it was. We did the tour in January into early February, which is kind of a weird time to tour. Not a lot of bands tour during that time. So that's kind of why we did it. And, uh, you know, that was our first tour in like almost three and a half years. So I'm so glad it was when it was because it was it was great. It couldn't have gone better and had a lot of fun. And then, yeah, about about a month after I got home is when all this started. So we got it done just in time. We were supposed I'm actually I was supposed to be in the UK right now playing some festivals. Uh, So other than that, that's that's all that was affected. Oh, okay. And that stuff could, could just happen again down the road sometime. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, who knows? Who, who the hell knows? I was like, festivals seem like the biggest wild card of anything. Yeah. Like, it really does. It does seem like the worst idea is anything where people are having any kind of uh, fun that's also has a physicality to it or, or crowd, you know, crowds, obviously. And, yeah. and it's just... I just worry that like, it's just, it's, it's impossible to send out an official notice. It's impossible to tell to just put places on lockdown through, you know, uh, police or whatever, you know, like it's just, it comes down to the individual and I don't, uh, I don't trust the individuals, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but we're here to talk about and play games about, uh, all the great, movies that were made before this started because from now on movies are just going to be probably mostly just sam rockwell by himself in a room i mean i'm pretty okay with that honestly (laughs) Uh, (laughs) when you put it like that it doesn't sound like such a travesty he's the actor that i think would most be able to just film himself at home and make it make an interesting movie with his story and everything yeah, I just finished Fosse Verdon. Have you have you watched that? Oh my uh, god, he's so good. So good. I like I was like yelling at everybody uh you know long distance to watch it cuz it's when I the second I finished I was just like this is the best thing I've seen in ages. It was so good. Yeah, and it really made me deep dive into like I'm just watching uh ever since I saw that if I could find anything that has uh Gwen Verdon or was yeah. you know directed or choreographed by Fosse. I've been watching it cuz uh uh, they were both so crazy talented. Yeah, I'd never seen Cabaret even. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the part of the show where I say, let the games begin. Um, you know, we'll chat a little bit more at the end of the show if, uh, if there's time. Uh, we're going to start with a game I um, introduced on the last show. It's the Homes Alone, Home Alone game. And this is a game where luck and knowledge of the Home Alone movies go hand in hand. Yes. While also remaining six feet apart. Uh, Emma, (laughs) Emma, you will go first because we're going alphabetically. Okay. Uh, And um, you know what? You guys are an interesting uh, three names because uh, whether I went first name alphabetical or last name alphabetical, it still works. Perfect. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's how I book shows these days. Because <laughs> one week somebody was like, is it alphabetical by first name or last name? And I was like, alphabetical by first name is dumb. All right. <laughs> I will ask you a question about the Home Alone movies, Emma. Okay. If you do not get it right, uh, then it goes. You, if you get it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right, it moves on to mark who i will give multiple i will give him options for the correct answer (laughs) and then if mark misses then tony gets what we call a lucky point and then we uh, move on from there whenever somebody gets a point the next person is up for the next question okay you ready yeah yeah first person to two points wins the game sounds easy but it isn't or maybe it is. Emma, how many films are there in the Home Alone trilogy? <laughs> Three. <laughs> is, that your, is that your final answer? Well, I think that there are three Home Alone movies in the Home Alone trilogy. I feel like that's a pretty safe guess. 
All right, you know, because we could throw a trick question at you here. You could. That's true, but I also feel like you would do. You would throw a trick, trick question, which it's designed to make me question myself and go, "Wait, maybe there was a prequel, or that I don't remember, like before Home Alone." You know, Uh, but Mm -hmm. I think there's three. I think there. I'm going to stick with three. I think you did a great job because they say in the question the word trilogy, so (laughs) it would be odd for there to be a different number. The correct answer is three. Emma's on the board with Woo! one point. All right. Yeah, we move to Mark. He gets the next question. I feel like I just got reverse me too'd here. <laughs> you totally did. <laughs> um, is Elvis Presley in the first, the original Home Alone movie? He is not. And I had the pleasure of listening to the podcast before this one. No, he's not. I, I didn't. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fun piece of trivia I was going on about. I, probably I do know this trivia, yes. Yeah, where for a while people really did think Elvis was in it. And uh turns out just some guy who's also been an extra in a bunch of other movies, so they were able to verify it's just this other guy. Uh, so, but yes, the correct answer is no. Mark, you are on the board with one point. Hell yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Questions are going to get a little harder, maybe. I don't know. You guys are killing this. <laughs> uh, start with you, Tony. All right. Uh, I need you to tell me the name of the movie that's on videotape that Kevin uses to – he puts it in the VCR to scare – the wet bandits. Oh, oh, I knew the first two, and I know that I know this, but I don't know that I'm going to be able to pull it, and it's going to kill me. I felt so confident. I'm like, oh, I've seen this movie a million times. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to pull it. I know that I know it, though. Yeah, you'll recognize it when you hear it. Uh, it goes to Emma. You get to choose between two. If you choose correctly, oh, you okay. win. Uh, is it Angels with Dirty Faces <laughs> or Angels with Filthy Souls? Uh, I'm going to go with Angels with Filthy Souls. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I was gonna de- I was gonna de- guess, and this is obviously not the title, but I was like, it's keep the change animal. But then I was like, no, that's what he says. That's not the title. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. That they that's... said the title of the movie in the movie. Absolutely, that is uh, the Angels with Filthy Souls is what they came up with. As a, a, a the movie doesn't really exist. They just filmed those scenes, uh, you know, in black and white and pretended it was an old ass movie. And uh, the, uh, the it was a parody of the actual movie Angels with Dirty Faces, so that's oh. how that's how they came up with that Angels with Dirty Filthy Souls. <laughs> I like I like the word filthy. <laughs> His souls is, are covered in soot. Well, he does say filthy because he says keep the change, you filthy animals. I believe. Oh yeah, oh, okay. yeah, he yeah. does. Well, that makes sense then. It's a guy that just says filthy too much. <laughs> filthy. It's, it's his F word. <laughs> uh, okay, so, um, oh, so since Emma got that right, she won the Home Alone game. Great job. Yay! Congratulations. Congrats. Yeah, and you know what that means? No. Do you know what that means, Emma? No. <laughs> it means? I have to sing a little song. Uh, no. Yeah, you have to make up a, when, I hate uh, whenever the prize is something where the person has to, uh, go to work um no i'm not gonna make you do anything other than have a tremendous advantage in our next game the game that decides it all the game that decides who wins even though there's really nothing on the line um (laughs) we're gonna play that game in a moment after these messages we'll be right back As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's something magical about unboxing. 
When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. We're back. That was uh, pretty quick, wasn't it? <laughs> Very quick. Very pretty, fast. Pretty painless, I think. So, Do you help finding sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Those are uh, all of those sponsors that we just heard from are great, and uh, I, I would appreciate your sarcasm. Um, this is uh, Emma won before the break in the uh, Home Below games. That means she gets to not only go first in our final, second and final game today, she uh, is in control. She's going to determine everybody's fate in this game. I like to play along in this game, so I will uh, take turns with you guys. The game is called Last Person Standing, and we're going to take turns naming the films of whoever Emma chooses. Emma Arnold gets to decide... Uh, what actor or actress um, or do- acting dog would work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have somebody, actually. Oh, okay. Is somebody you think you'll do quite well with? I think so, because uh, the I listened to her comedy album recently, and then I just kind of have been on a tear watching her movies. But tell me if it's too obscure. It's fine if it is. But what about Lily Tomlin? Oh, I love it. That's a great one. Hey, I think you, you I think you might win today, especially I, if you've been, <laughs> you've been deep diving into her stuff. You know I what's have. up. Yeah. So this is uh I'm very excited uh for you to take down the patriarchy with this choice. <laughs> this um, has nothing yeah, this has nothing to do with who you just decided on, but uh, I have a new podcast to start right now and have to bow out. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I gotta go. I just thought of a new podcast. <laughs> We're all just spending our days thinking of new podcasts. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do a podcast. The the door in my bedroom's kind of creepy. I'm gonna fix it, but I'm gonna do a podcast about it. I'm to the point where I'll suggest him to my boyfriend, and then he'll just stare at me, and I'll be like, "No, not a good one. Got it. Okay." <laughs> Doug, are you, uh, Doug, are you gonna take that idea about the squeak? hinge or is that up for grabs? <laughs> no, you can take it because I don't I try to I have a great idea like that. I can't I can't use it until I come up with a great title. WD forty, UB forty. The title that's good. The title is so you know so important. Like I thought of a ripoff of Cash Cab that I'm gonna try to pitch. Uh, it's called Cash Can and uh, when people are trying to throw away their garbage, I pop out of the garbage can and, uh, and ask some questions, mostly about, you know, their personal garbage. That's, that, that's very good. I like good. it. <laughs> yeah, cash can. Okay, so uh, Ben Bailey is going to be on the show soon, so that's part of why I, I, I just put it out there into the world because, uh, you know, I could see him trying to do it, but he's he's too big to fit into a trash can. He's very tall. Right. So, You're going to have to switch so it back to a dumpster. Off, Bailey. Back <laughs> off, Bailey. This is mine. Um, okay, so it's going to go Emma, then Mark, then Tony, then me, taking turns, naming Lily Tomlin flicks. And uh, when you can't think of one, you're out. But, but do stick around because there's, there's plenty more show probably. This might be a fast one. <laughs> what's, what's your first Lily Tomlin you want to throw out there, Emma? Well, I'm going to throw out, this is one of my favorite movies. It was one of my favorite movies as a kid. And I just rewatched it and I've like been recommending it to people. It is the movie Big Business with her and Bette Midler. Uh, uh-huh. they both played twins who were separated at birth. So like the Lily Tomlin twins got mixed up and they ended up like Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin being raised together, but a rich set of twins and a poor set of twins. And then they accidentally meet and switch places. And it's a fun, it's like one of those eighties switch movies. Uh, but it's a lot of fun and it's, you know, 
it's encouragingly anti-capitalist and uh yeah it's just a she's very funny in it Bette Midler's wonderful of course in it there's lots of big hats that's my pick big business <laughs> it's true there are lots of big hats in that movie yeah so many Bette Midler's outfits and hats like are a character of their own I just every time she comes out I just I squeal a little and I go oh polka dots have you been watching did you see season one of the politician on Netflix no I haven't seen it yet Oh, because uh, Bette Midler shows up at the end, like tour- in the last couple episodes, and then uh, she's going to be back next season, and uh, her character's really good, so I'm excited to uh, see more of her on there. But this isn't about Bette Midler. <laughs> this is about Lily Tomlin. Mark must be a big fan of big Lily fan. and all that she's done. Her name's probably on the wall there at the comedy store. Could be. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Tootsie 2, Human Resources. Say what? Tootsie 2, where she complains to Human Resources. I, 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 I'm going to go with just the original Tootsie. Is she in that? Okay, um, so out of the gate, you're taking a wild guess. <laughs> I'm taking a wild guess. Very <laughs> I mean, Tootsie 2 hum, uh, Human Resources, uh, that, that should really be a thing. Yeah, because um, yeah, he really, he, he did a lot of stuff there that was pro- pretty criminal. Um, <laughs> all right, so Mark, you're trying to tell me you're not, uh, you're not going to participate. T- is she in Tootsie? <laughs> in this game. She's not, she's not in Tootsie. She, I, you know, I'd love to let you stick around for one more round, uh, maybe because maybe you'll think of something in the interim. What if I and, gave him a hint, and, Doug? Could I give him a well, little hint? Well, I also think that uh, Tootsie, you know, should count because I hear that she was uh, up for the role of True. the uh, lady who runs the station. Ah, yeah, you can't see me, but I'm winking wildly right now. <laughs> Tony, Tony, show Mark what, what, how easy this is. Give Mark a, an example of a, uh, a Lily Tomlin movie. All right. Uh, what I, and what I want to say, too, is this keeps happening to me lately. And this, I talked about this on the newest uh, Allison Rosen podcasts that I produce. Uh, I keep having these things where, where something random is mentioned and then like later that day, that same topic will come up and it's like, and, and so earlier today I was listening to the latest episode of Never Not Funny and they talked about Lily Tomlin. Kind of weird. It seems just like a very random name to come up twice in one day. She's not exactly a common subject in 2020. Uh, but saying all this. Did, was the discussion just naming movies that she was in? I wish. That, and, un, and unfortunately, they, 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 the only movie they mentioned was the first one that I would have thought of anyways, which is All of Me. Such a All good of Me, yes. That's a good one. I, 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 I probably think, especially Steve Martin's so good in that, but I think he's, they both... She's she amazing, yeah. But yeah. He's like brilliant. Like later after I watched it as an adult, I was like, wow, he's really nailing playing Lily Tomlin. You know, like mm-hmm. he's, he does a very good job. Yeah. I want yeah. to revisit it. I haven't seen it since I was very young, probably too young to have seen it. <laughs> Is that a switcheroo movie? Like a big? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. I do yeah, have a switcheroo. She's in this, this uh, mystical dude with a bowl <laughs> uh, <laughs> who keeps yelling back and bowl, back and bowl. He, um, yeah, he makes it so that Lily's uh, spirit or whatever is inside Steve Martin. And uh, he's just, he's just amazing in it. And uh, that, that would be my, so far anyway, that's my recommendation of uh, a movie we mentioned that if you haven't seen it yet, it's probably a good one to uh, pick up on during uh, quarantine, but I don't know. Uh, you know, if it's actually available to stream free anywhere or anything. I'm going to go to Nashville. I mean, I'm going to go with Nashville. Ooh. The motion good. picture Nashville. I think she won an Oscar for that one. Wow. Yeah. Um, back to you, Emma. Um, 
I'm going to go with the one I was going to give Mark a hint about, which is since he brought up human resources needing to be called uh, nine to five, of course, with oh, Holly Parton. That's what oh, yeah. Yep, 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 that's it. <laughs> yeah, that was the working title. They went with nine to five ultimately, but originally it was called human resources. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> um i haven't seen that uh it's been a little while since i saw nine to five but i bet you it holds up pretty nicely it did and even my kids you know they complain because i make them watch a lot of older movies but they even liked it and thought it was very funny and sweet so you know i think it it does hold up if my teenage sons will watch it yeah it's really like the the the, uh structure of it's very clever because the movie sort of shifts modes a, a few times there's like you know there's the long sequence early on where you know where really tom thinks uh, that the boss is dead and then there's uh, uh, before that there's all their fantasy sequences about what they do then that and then then them really going through with something that involves the boss so it's really there's it's always moving on to another thing it's really uh, nicely structured who's the third oh jane fonda right yeah it, yeah. yeah she's great too in it yeah, and and playing kind of it was kind of against type. She never really played people that were mousy very often, you know. Yeah, uh, especially that point in her career because she was such a you know strong leading actress. All right, so um, we're going nine to five. So Mark, we've talked about Lily Tomlin a little bit more. Maybe uh, maybe that jarred something in you, and I'll I'll give you one more chance to get in this thing. I'm back in the game. Okay, how about... You're back uh, in. I, I, well, actually, what I want you to do, every time we come to you, I want you to take a wild guess, because that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> you guys... If you ever manage to get even one right just by guessing wildly. Okay. Uh, Amadeus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, she's great in that. <laughs> it sounded like you thought there was more words in the title. Amadeus. <laughs> Amadeus, dot, dot, dot. Hearing aid. Where he gets his hearing back. Yeah, she didn't get into that one, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Tony, <laughs> uh, I was I was gonna say nine to five, but I'll go with the next one I thought of, which was I Heart Huckabees. Oh, that's a really good one because that's the one where there's that footage, yeah, that leaked of her, Dustin Hoffman, and the director uh, not uh, not seeing eye to eye. I don't know about this. What happened? Um, what's that guy's name? He also did American Hustle and uh, Hider. Oh, yeah. And um, Joy. You know, he's worked with the same actors over and over again. Like Jennifer Lawrence has worked with them several times. And Mark Wahlberg's worked with him a few times. Like he has the same actors. So it's interesting that Dustin Hoffman and Lily Tomlin didn't get along with him. Because there's clearly Ryan, some there's some actors Ryan just love him. Chat. Mm. What's that? Producer Ryan has uh, sent us a text chat saying that uh, David O. Russell, that's the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, David O. Russell uh, tends to use the same people, you know, uh, and um, or not. And I always now I like to think anybody that was only in one David O. Russell movie probably didn't get along with him. Yeah. <laughs> Are uh, any of the are any of these movies on PBS? Because I'm more of a cerebral kind of movie guy. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some would argue that I Heart Huckabee is pretty cerebral, but to me, the funniest part in the movie is when uh, Mark Wahlberg hit himself in the face with a big bopper. I got to see it. I haven't is seen that it since it came out. Called? I don't remember. What are those things called? Those toys the kids bounce up and down on? Oh, oh the- yeah. Um, uh, yes. Bippity bop. I, I don't know what those are. I know what you're talking about, but I, I can't think what the name is. It was a toy you got when your parents couldn't uh, afford a babysitter. Oh, yeah. And also, <laughs> or a trampoline. Yeah. And yeah. We wanted you to go to the hospital for a few days. Just so you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. So it's my turn. I'm going to say the, um, the May-December romance that uh, was a huge flop at the box office starring John Travolta and Lily Tomlin. I mean, right there, what? Why, what a romance with those two. Uh, it, was called, <laughs> it was called Moment to Moment. Oh, wow. I didn't even know about this movie. Oh, yeah. You got to look into it because it's, uh, it's very strange. 
that might be the the like least charismatic love match like on screen i've ever heard of well it's funny too because they both have the same haircut <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh back to you emma um this this movie does not hold up, but I loved it for some reason when I was a kid. And then I did recently watch it with my youngest, and I was like, not a good movie, but the Beverly Hillbillies she is in. Oh God, <laughs> nice! <laughs> it was one yeah, of those like my not... son put it on, and I was like, this isn't you know what, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think like the old show wasn't funny, so I was like, well, mm-hmm. how are they going to make this funny? Because it wasn't funny to begin with. It was just sort of <laughs> people just sort of. Uh, I just enjoyed how, uh, you know, it just had this weird charm because they were constantly t- calling the pool the cement pond. Right. And that is also a, a TV show that you had a babysitter as a kid. You had to watch again and again and again. Mm-hmm. I just remember being, while you're like, well, she sprayed like Lysol and had two dogs. Do you remember any of this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, did you think of another one that you want to try, Mark? Another actress? Another. <laughs> I'm actually currently on the internet trying to find the name of that bouncing ball. I think this was called Hopper Ball from the <laughs> 80s. <laughs> I decided not to not to cheat at this game, but to look up 1980s toys. <laughs> I think it's it called like... a big bopper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the one you bounce around on the ground on. Or is that what he hit himself in the head with? Yeah, that's why it's funny because it's like a big hard, <laughs> big hard thing, and he and Jason Schwartzman are like beating themselves up with them for you know because it's part of some sort of uh, you know self aware awareness training program or something. Yeah, you're very self aware when you hit yourself in the face. I heard Huckabees is I heard Huckabees is one of those movies where like I wanted to really like it because I liked all of David O. Russell's movies previous to it. Like I really liked Flirting with Disaster and Three Kings. And uh, and then that one came along, and I it's enjoyable for a while, but then it just it really runs out of steam. And everyone uh, said what I haven't seen it, but everyone said what you said because I remember the hype when it came out, like the trailer. I remember that being amazing, and then everyone was you know a lot of people seemed to be disappointed with it. Yeah, uh, there's probably some fans of it out there that are angry at me right now, but that's that's fun too. Um, Tony. Uh. I am I'm really spacing and I have a guess but I'm not confident in it and I'm also ashamed because I'm a bit of a nerd on this subject. Uh is she does she have a cameo in Muppets Take Manhattan? <laughs> I mean that's the one I'd put her in uh you know if I were guessing which one she was in i can't think of you know the one i know the best of course is the first muppet movie yeah she, she wasn't in that but then muppet take manhattan i know joan rivers is in that one so maybe yeah and, Dab- and dabney coleman yeah so that's a that's one of those guesses where i'll, I'll let it stand because you're probably going to lose anyway <laughs> I think that's very accurate. Yes. You know, and the corrections department has been dismantled. I dismantled it before the pandemic even started. So uh, I could referee this from the side over here. I have really nothing to do. Do you want me to look this up? If you don't mind finding out if she's in Muppets Take Manhattan. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Lily Tomlin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just and, feel uh, like I can remember her in in something Muppets, but maybe it just uh, seems she, like she should be. According to I like be. according to IMDb, she is in that. But oh. do, oh, do you have anyone? Well, on the, yeah, I mean that's usually right. I mean, yeah, yeah. I feel like she accurate. played like like a secretary or something like that. Yeah. I, 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 I'm on board with it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you, you figured that out. Um, all right. I really liked her in a movie. She's in with uh, the girl that's in Ozark uh, that plays Ruth on Ozark. Um, and it's called Grandma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that one yet, Emma? Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was yeah, good. It's, it's really good. It's got what's his name in it. Um. Uh, Sam Sam Elliott. Yeah. Sam Elliott and Lily Tom, and there's a nice couple. That's a nice couple. Now, that's a nice match. Yeah. 
even though she's gay. Okay, Emma. <laughs> um, I'm not 100% sure on this one, but I kind of have like the Muppet feeling. Uh oh. I got a Muppet I don't like feeling. This. I don't like this. I don't like anybody winning this game that isn't you. <laughs> uh, is she? Are you sure there isn't something else? <laughs> Do you is have she... to take a guess? No, it's not a guess. It's not a guess. I but I haven't rewatched it. But I, I feel like she's in Orange County. Oh. oh. Look it up, Mark. Orange County. I feel like she is too. I like that. I like the cast in Orange County. Me Jack too. Black. And you know, Colin, Jack Black. Hanks. I know everybody's kind of like turning on a lot of the 90s, you know, actors. And people are kind of sick of them in some ways. But like Jack Black can never do any wrong to me. I just think he still holds up. He's still so sweet and so lovable. Like, I don't know. I just think I feel like I'll always have a soft spot for Jack Black. Yeah, he's great. And, uh, you know, um, like, yep. he picks interesting things to be in and interesting parts to play. Like, he's really great in both of the Jumanji movies because he gets to be, you know, he gets to show off that he's such a good actor that he could he could seem like he's got some other personality of a te- what is One movie, isn't he like a teenage girl? Then the next one, he's some other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's, yeah. The, what's the result, Mark? She is in that, yes, oh, Orange good. County. And then All now, because right. I Google searched Lee Tomlin and the Muppets movie, and it said she was in that, and then now I'm on the, on the official IMDb page, and it says she's not. Hold on, but hold on. There's, there, seems to be, there seems to be two, two sources of info on this. That's interesting. You might be yeah. getting disqualified uh, retroactively. Uh-oh. Sorry. But it said she makes a cameo, just like you said, and now I'm looking at the official IMDb page and hers, and she's not listed in it. Sorry for this. Uh... But that's a tough way to look it up because you have to look it through the entire cast and I'm sure there's a lot of names. Right. Because she's frequently on the Muppets, it says, and then it listed her in there, but now it's saying that she's not in that. Muppets take Manhattan. Hold on. It's not saying anywhere that she's not in it. It wouldn't just say Lily Tomlin is not in it. <laughs> no, no, no. When I Google search Lily Tomlin, no, she's not in it. She's not in Muppets take Manhattan. <laughs> okay. Damn it, yeah. Because when I Google search that, she goes, Lily Tomlin from Muppets Take Manhattan, but now that I'm on their page and the IMDb, she's not listed anywhere. Well, that's the trouble. When you Google her name and the movie, somebody somewhere is going to have written down those two things next to each other. Yes. But yep, she's not like in you, it. Seems like you hit pay dirt, but you got to go the other way. With it. <laughs> pay dirt's a good way to put it, or just the dirt. Yeah, she's yeah. not in that. Damn. All right. Well, so Tony I'm is Tony. retroactively out. But he did, uh, if he does come up with another one, I'm going to keep him in because that, it was still enough right. to get past me. Do you think of another one? Uh, I, I think I'm tapped out. I know there's some that I'm not thinking of that I am aware of, but I I'm thinking of, can't pull it right now. I've got a specific movie in mind that uh, I just cannot, I cannot access the title. and It's really bugging me. I just can't figure out what it's called. Hold on. I'm here for you, Doug. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> but so I think that means that uh, I think we're going to call Emma the winner of this game. What? That's the first so. time I've ever won last person standing. Well, that's, you know, that's the key is to be able to name the person. Yeah. And then also just luck into the fact that the rest of us are Lily Tomlin idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I was out. I didn't have any more, so. All right, so Mark, if you if you just go to Lily's IMDb page, like what are there any big ones that we missed? You think, or I don't know if you know which ones are the big ones. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> What's listed as her known for? But of How course, we- she's uh, Frank, Grace, and Frankie, Frankie and Grace. Uh, she's been doing that for years, so that's taken up a lot of her time. She's in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Oh, oh, that's a good one. I didn't know that. Malibu, Malibu Country, Eastbound and Down, but that's a TV show. TV. But I don't remember, I don't remember her in that though. Uh, she's in the Pink Panther too. Mm-hmm. Wow, she's, yeah, that was a few years ago. Yeah, uh, da, 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 da. she's flirting with disaster. Oh, that's so funny! I use that as an example of David O. Russell and <laughs> how he works with actors repeatedly, and then didn't think of it for her. 
That's yeah. so funny that she was in one movie with him prior to fighting with him on that other set. I just think maybe on Huckabee's this script was so weird that it made Lily and Dustin weird. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, All of Me? Yeah, we said that one. That's a great okay. one. Big Business? Mm-hmm. Now you're just going to say movies we already said. That's how bad you are. <laughs> I, if you remember, I started Google searching a, a bouncy ball at one point. I, I want to chalk it up to that. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh, the kid. Uh, it says she was, she was in uh, with Bruce Willis. Remember that? The kid. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, right. Well, sometimes they call it Disney's The Kid. Yeah. yeah hmm. Stupid title. Uh, all right. Well, I, I think she was good in that movie, too. I, th- I think she's great. I think that was a great choice, Emma. Congratulations on winning today, Emma. Yay! You did it. We got Congrats. a little extra time here. I'm excited when we have extra time because we can actually uh, talk movies a little bit. Especially, um, have any of you seen something during the quarantine that um, you know during lockdown times that you would recommend as like, you know, I, I guess movies that are sad can be good too, a little cathartic, but is there something like fun out there that we could watch that you've seen? Um, I just watched, uh, and you're a movie person, so you probably have heard of this, but I had never heard of it, but I watched the movie Tampopo, uh, oh. which is a Japanese movie. It's very, very funny. It's the funniest thing I've seen in a while, and it was... Uh, it's like a a west a ramen western, I guess, but the pacing of it was so different than anything I've ever seen, and it was so funny. Oh, I see. I just from the title, I just assumed it was about cops on their period. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen it, Doug? I thought you'd be like, yeah, everybody knows about Tampopo. It's no, I definitely do know of it, and you know, heard the name thrown around, but I don't think I've ever sat down and uh, you know watched it so that I, now that you're mentioning that it's really funny that I, I that does sound like something I should check out uh, I liked it it has this way of following like characters who aren't part of the main plot into their lives very briefly in very funny strange ways and uh, the pacing of it is like really quick and all the acting is really really great and I had I had never even heard of it and it just was on a list of criterion movies of like things you have to watch during quarantine or whatever um, mm-hmm. and it it was really fun and even like my teenagers who usually they're such butts if I'm like uh, like if I put something on they're like oh it has subtitles and they'll just leave the room um but then they actually sat through it and they thought it was really funny they really liked it too so has there ever been a movie with subtitles that they do like? They do like a lot. Like they loved Pimock, the Thai comedy horror movie. Um, there's a, they will watch stuff like The Ritual, I think is in Swedish maybe. Um, there's, there's stuff they will watch, but like if it's in the least bit slow, like if it starts out slow at all, they'll just, they talk through movies really bad. And apparently according to people, so do I, which I didn't realize, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I didn't, but apparently I, I have lots of commentary. So like if a movie is slow, they'll just kind of t- make fun of it and talk through it the whole time. And then, but then if it like picks up, then everybody's like, shut up, shut up. And then they'll watch it. And that's what they did um, with Tam Popo and with Pimock, which we just recently watched, which was a lot of fun too. How's that spelled? P-E-E-M-A-K. It's a Thai horror movie. It was, it was really good. All right. I never used to, before I started coming on the show, I never used to watch movies. And then I started coming on and people would like tweet movie suggestions for, because I don't know if you remember my oldest is like really started getting really into movies. And mm-hmm. so now people always send me from DLM, always send me like lists of movies. So now I've, that's how I ended up watching all the Lily Tomlin movies is because somebody was like, hey, have you seen, have you watched Big Business recently? And I was like, of course not. But then I just like <laughs> sunk back into like all the Lily Tomlin movies. I like Lately, it. I like yeah. it a lot. Lately, I've been watching my uh, home movies starring my mother and stepfathers. Those have been pretty riveting. Are those Which one? streaming anywhere? Do they have, <laughs> yeah, what's the best title? Do they have titles? <laughs> About uh, Christmas that was ruined by Jack Daniels. And no, uh, actually, I had to. <laughs> Because of Windex on the weed in the 1990s, my short-term memory is not that great. So I actually had to come out to my living room, click on Netflix and recently watched by Mark, who is me, 
But I, I watched, did you, did you watch Tiger Tail yet on, um, on Netflix? <laughs> Tiger King, you mean? No, no, Tiger Tail. The one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the children's version of Tiger King. Yeah, no, it's, uh, do you know Aziz Ansari's partner on his TV show? They have, his name is Alan Yang. He has a new movie out called Tiger Tail. It's, it's really great, actually. It's like a, I guess it kind of moves at the speed of almost like a Wes Anderson movie with a little less comedy. But um, yeah, it's called Tiger Tail. It's about a guy who uh, emigrates to the United States and has to leave like the love of his life behind for an arranged marriage. And he comes to the United States. It's, it was really heartwarming. Great movie. Uh, yeah, Tiger Tail. It's a, it's a Netflix original, actually. Oh, okay. Well, that's it. This yeah. is, uh, I, I'm really liking this because I'm going to watch these movies you guys are recommending and I'm going to come back on my show next time when you're not guests and I'm going <laughs> to tell everybody how dumb these movies are. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, Tony, do you have uh, something to recommend? Uh, yeah, I had, I had two that came to mind uh, quickly. One I want to say for sure uh, that I... I, I haven't. I didn't watch it during the quarantine, but I have recommended it to several people, and everybody I've recommended it loved it. Uh, if you've not, also on Netflix, the documentary "Bathtubs Over Broadway." Oh yeah, uh, it is just. It's. I almost. It, it deserves an explanation, but at the same time, it's almost kind of better to just if you don't know anything about it. Uh, it's just a, a fascinating. Uh, fun story though it, it's just uh it's 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 interesting and uh just it makes you feel good too uh which i think we can all use right now um yeah i think it you know it sprung from the loins of a comedy bit on the david letterman show so if you like the you know the old david letterman talk show and its sensibility you get to see like a guy that is like a, one of his main writers for most of his time as a talk show host uh, and his life or whatever. And yeah. then, uh, but also I think it's a fair warning shot or, you know, uh, to tell people that it's, if you like musicals, you're li more likely to like this movie. And yeah. then, and then beyond that though, I think that you're right. That like, if somebody goes in cold, cause a lot of the stuff I didn't go in cold, I already kind of knew about it. So a lot of what happens in the first 15, 20 minutes, people, it gets sort of ruined by the fact that, that somebody has to describe what's going to happen in the movie yeah. uh, to get you to watch it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I went in just again, cause I've been a Letterman nerd since I was a, like weirdly young. And uh, so that was enough to, to get me. And then the fact that it has to do with uh, just these, again, without giving too much away, just, well, just, uh, you said musicals. So just, uh, you know, I'm a bit of a music nerd as well. So it all, it all just spoke to me. Letterman writer, music, and yeah, it, uh, it's great. Yeah, um, and it's also, it's also sort of, a, you know, it, it also stemmed from uh, collecting weird albums or trying to find weird albums. And exactly. uh, that's so funny. I never caught that expression before. Weird album. <laughs> Which so, is almost, uh, <laughs> almost what I called my show, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great name. But so you have a show about uh, Strange Records, and it's called bizarre albums yeah it's all yeah always just about like actors fictional characters athletes and stuff like that people that put out weird records and explore why that how and why that happened oh, um, fun. all right well we already know that i like ba uh, bathtubs over broadway and totally recommend it to anyone uh who wants some to laugh and smile but uh what's another one tony uh well the thing that i watched a few nights ago i've had I've had a hard time watching a lot of new stuff during this because my, uh, I don't know, I've talked to a lot of people that are having this problem. My brain is just, I can't focus on things. So even watching a lot of movies right now is not something I can really handle, which right. sucks because it's a great way to kill time. But uh, one of, uh, the other night, uh, I threw on, I wanted something that I knew was going to be just kind of mindless and could potentially be fun. I was also not 100% sober at the time, so that's why I'm curious if anyone else has watched this, and I don't know if it was the state I was in that made, was making me laugh this much, but I laughed so much more than I thought I was going to. I watched The Wrong Missy on Netflix the other night, Okay, and Lauren Lapkus was destroying me. Like, uh, she killed me in it. And again, I don't know, is it actually that funny, or was that just where I was at that time? 
I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of big laughs in that. She is phenomenal. In it. And then David Spade playing that straight, the straight man had me laugh out loud a couple times too. You're right. right. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be a critic's choice, but yeah, there's, there's a lot oh, yeah. of laughs. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm glad to hear someone else at least say that. Yeah. That was, it, that, like, yeah. I'm in no way saying it's this amazing movie, but for what it is, I, I laughed a lot. I didn't, I thought I was just going to yep. kind of maybe be annoyed, but I laughed a lot. It's almost like a series of sketches that are put together into a movie. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I definitely laughed a lot. It, it got the job done as far as laughter. Totally. Yeah, Lauren Lapkus is, is so funny and so spade. So, like, you know, I, I'm sure I'll, I'll definitely get some laughs out of it. I just haven't, uh, haven't gotten to it yet. So now uh, I have all these movies uh, to watch. Uh, Can I recommend next... one more? Can I do one more? Oh, what are you doing to me? Please, yeah, sure. please. Um, yes. Because I watched it, like, a week ago, and I kind of had been having the same thing. I was, like, I've been watching, like, I don't know, like, 80s stuff, stuff that's, like, easier to kind of be on your phone and not entirely pay attention to. Yeah. But it's, and it's, it's uplifting, but it's also, like, it's a tearjerker. But it, the, have you guys watched Crip Camp yet on Netflix? No, I, I saw that pop up, but I haven't watched it. Uh, it's amazing, and it's about the people who developed the American with Disabilities act and it's like the bravest like i'm literally getting chills talking about it because it was it's like the bravest most amazing group of people who like i think right now it's it's easy to feel sort of hopeless and feel like god what's come you know what's becoming of stuff but like when you watch this you're like people who had to struggle way harder than um you know mod like people right now in 2020 were like making changes and developing the world that they wanted. It's so good. And I cried. My kids came out and made fun of me so hard because I was just like bawling <laughs> through all of it. And they were just came out and they're like, oh God. Uh, but it was so good. And afterward, I felt so, it's sad and like, it's really heartrending, but it's also really uplifting. And afterward, I felt very hopeful. So if people are looking for like, maybe, you know, if you just are like, tonight I need a hard cry. I need to eat some raspberries and have a hard cry and afterward feel better it's uh, perfect for that <laughs> okay um yeah and you know and it sounds like maybe a good double bill to then watch tempopo because uh it's so much lighter yeah yeah it's and, very uh, silly and, and just has some good laughs in it yeah yeah all right well, well, I'm gonna watch uh, maybe not all of those movies, but it's certainly. <laughs> Certainly the ones I get my hands on, I'm going to watch. And um, what was Mark's suggestion? Oh, yeah, Tiger Tail. Okay, um, let's do some uh, plugs if you've got uh, anything to plug, starting with uh, our winner today, Emma Arnold. What uh, Are you doing anything fun on social media or things people can come check out? I am. Well, my my album uh, comes out May 24th. And uh, it's called Well. It's my fourth one. And it's cool. It's, uh, you know, it'll be on iTunes and everything. It's a lot of fun. So people can listen to that or buy it. If uh, people are healthcare workers or essential workers, they can DM me on Twitter beforehand and you can get the link, uh, like the promo link for free. So you can listen to it beforehand. Uh, before, well, I mean, that's only like three days away, but I've been doing that giveaway for like a month. So, and then also my Patreon uh, is... Emma Arnold, and it's called The Book of Holy Fuck, and I've been releasing a, my book a chapter at a time, and I do podcasts and watch-alongs and, like, lots of fun little things on there. And then it has different tiers. It starts at five bucks, though, and for five bucks, you get just about everything. So those are my plugs. I love it. Thank you. Mark Saratella. Awesome. Okay, yeah, so my website is markscomedy.com, M-A-R-K-S, comedy.com. And I actually have this uh, new little web series I've been doing during this pandemic, I made a, a costume of the coronavirus out of paper mache, and I've been walking around Southern California dressed as the coronavirus, and I have, uh, it's called COVID King, and it's, uh, it's on my YouTube page, and you can just type in Mark Saratella to, uh, on the YouTube search, and you can find it. I went down to the Huntington Beach protest dressed as it, and that was absolutely nuts, and uh, that seems to be getting... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's been getting a lot of views, too. I'm, I'm really excited about it. So, yeah, just markscommy.com. You can click on the YouTube link, and you can find uh, that little web series. Spell Saratella for people, because the number of R's and the number of uh, L's. Right. So it starts with a silent P-N, like pneumonia, and then S. <laughs> no, it's a S. It's a S-E-R-R-I-T-E-L-L-A. 
I just wanted you to get one thing right today. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you can check me out on Lily Tomlin's IMDb page. That's the best place to find me. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Tony Thaxton. Uh, the podcast yeah. is called Weird Albums. Bizarre Albums. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, those are out every Tuesday. Uh, like I said, it's always about a specific album by an actor, athlete, uh, fictional character, sometimes even just like if a, a musician puts out a really strange record that's different than everything else they ever did. The episodes are only 15, 20 minutes long, just kind of tells the story, not making fun of them. Literally, I'm just fascinated by that stuff. So um, I do that every week. Uh, When is this coming out? Is this coming out tomorrow? Immediately, tonight. Immediately. Okay, so yeah, the most current episode is about uh, Don Johnson's heartbeat. Mm. Uh, So that's out now. And then, uh, yeah, I play drums in the band Motion City Soundtrack. Who knows when things are happening again. Uh, and then I also play drums in Don't Stop or We'll Die. We have a new EP that came out in December. Uh, so that's out now as well. And then I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. I'm also the on-air producer for Allison Rosen is your new best friend and Andrea Savage, a grown-up woman, hashtag buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, you, um, you were very gracious. Uh, you've helped us out with uh, dining with Doug and Karen a few times and uh, yes. that's been and, a uh, time. th- thank you for thank you to all of you for uh, being wherever you are right now and douglowsmovies.com is where you can go for my ever adjusting dates and deets every date that's coming up on the calendar uh, tends to get kicked down the road uh, a, a few months and we'll we'll see how long that goes on for as always Kevin, what did you do to my room? <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room 